This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Listen through to the end of this podcast uh, to find out why we're dishing out blueies. Um, Shithousery of the highest order from TNT Sports with my camera position and why I'm called the Driscoll Brothers. And find out how Chris's wife is getting on with the uh, comments you've been leaving him. Hello and welcome to that Peter Crouch podcast with me, Peter Crouch. I've got Chris Stark with me. Um, no Notorious? No Notorious. What is it, uh, a no-show? It's a no-show, but I have been sent a voice note. Have you not listened to it yet? I've not listened to it yet. It was actually sent to the lads producing the podcast this week. Um, and I'm told that we need to listen to this. Here we go. Boys, morning. Um, oh, I feel rough as old boots. I've woke up with a stinking cold. And um, oh, I just don't think I'll be able to make this one today, lads. I have to see this one out without me. I think my nose is blocked up. got the shivers. My throat <coughs> feels like daishi. And I just, yeah, I'm really under the weather, so great to miss today. Um, Amy, it's snowing outside. Snowing? It's not snowing, darling. Can't be snowing. Uh, no, that's Roger's beanbag, the neighbour. He's split. Must be all the white little balls. There's no chance it's snowing. Right, boys, take it easy. Be safe. Be careful. Much love. I think we've heard enough of that. What's he going on about the beanbag next door? With that this was really s- odd. It was snowing as well. He sounded rough though. He did sound. That. He does sound rough, but there's something that's. I, I never trust these types of messages because it's the fact he's got to list all the symptoms with it as well. L- listing symptoms suggests to me you know that you're not going to be believed. So you're trying to give it proof. Most footballers are terrible mm. actors as well. Did that really sound convincing well, to you? Well, I thought that was pretty good, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you think he's ill? Well, it sounded like he had, a, he had a bad throat and a cold. It would be weird in a sick note or, or like a fake sick, you know, note to um, involve your missus like that as an extra. we got to take him for his word. I've known him a long time. Okay, no, fine, yeah. fine. There's something weird about it. Um, so what the guys have told me is uh, there's more voice notes. There's a, there's a few on here. And uh, it means we can carry on doing the predictions that we would do normally on a Friday because Steve has sent them, despite him being too unwell to be here, okay. or despite him being too unwell to just, I don't know, we could have had him on Zoom, he's still managed to record them on voice note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so he's not that ill. He's not that ill. Uh, okay, so uh, Friday podcast, as always... We uh, pick three games and it's like a little league table between me, Crouchy and Sids. There's going to be a big forfeit for the loser of this league table. Three points if you get the correct score. One point if you get win, lose or draw right. And obviously nothing if you screw it up. Big week this week as well. Well, can I just touch on last week, please? Because the credibility of this Friday league has been brought into question. Really? Well, because you got zero points. 
I got zero points, and so did Sids. Mm. So, what I'm what I've had a little bit of heat online with people saying, "What is this shambles of a league you've got?" And I, I, I tend to agree with them. It's true because we have a discussion around each of these three games, and it's meant to be really not slightly informed from my behalf because I'm not a ex-professional footballer or a pundit for that matter yeah yeah just a yeah. football fan so my my I'm for getting, you and Sids me and that Sids is getting called into question disgrace can I just say there were three away results though like Luton right Sheffield United are struggling mm. right Luton were on fire they're at home they lost 3-1 Wolves Brentford I expect Wolves at home to win that game uh, and Aston Villa hadn't lost for about three years before at home well you and Sids both went that way with the Villa game I went two all. I yeah, it was, really so, yeah. was it's not far off. It made it so exciting towards the end because for the last five minutes or so, when that pressure was on, and Villa were going forward. I was thinking, God, if this goes in, I sent you a message, didn't I? I said, said if this goes out. in, I'm going out. I'm going full out, out. I was going out, out. So that was the plan. So um, yeah, it's the worst weekend results we've ever had on this. Yeah, podcast. Well, yeah, without doubt, nil um, poir. It was like a Eurovision score. You've got a point deduction. Why? I just read it at the top there. Why? Because um, you had 2-1 for, uh, I think it was the Man U Villa game a couple of weeks ago. Man U West Ham. Man U West Ham. And I bit the downers, whatever it was, 2-1 and put 1-2. Do you like to have any score over for the wrong team? So you didn't have a point that game. But who told you that? We had a Twitter tweet. So because someone's tweeted saying I gave a different score, we've just gone with it, have we? Mm. We're now using... We're using Twitter as VAR. No, no, we, 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 we've listened back. You know what I mean? Obviously, they brought it to your attention. It was raised by VAR, Twitter, and they've said that we need to go back and have a listen because you didn't say that. And uh, so Has you've... someone listened back or is this just someone on Twitter has gone and we've just nibbled? Have you listened back, George? George has listened back and he said you are, um, you've been deducted. So we've dragged you, bizarrely, having the worst week of all time, we've managed to drag you back to three points. So over this weekend, a cumulative score between three of us of minus one. Minus one! <laughs> So this is what I'm saying. Is this I, even, I question the integrity of the Friday podcast. Do you question the I whole do wonder if we should just get rid of it. Well, I've had, just funny bring bring this up, I've had another complaint um, from someone and they said, um, obviously there was a duck 11, wasn't there? And afterwards I said, Graham's won. <laughs> and um, someone said, um, I'd like to raise this point. He's not a footballer, right? One thing. But he's yeah. also not a duck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was kind of wrong on two it's true two points. I don't think we can do themed 11s <laughs> where for reasons they're not, they're not actually footballers anymore they're just any pun that can be thought any of any pun yeah um, so I think I can't remember who, who who brought this to my attention but they are they have raised a valid point there. It's not a duck or a footballer, so I don't think it should be counted. Okay. Well, all right. So. I, I think all in all, what we should do is get the last weekend's Friday podcast removed from wherever you get your podcast <laughs> from because it was frankly a disgrace. Do you want to just give an apology? Uh, no, listen, I, I, I'd like to apologise for um, last Friday's podcast. Although entertaining, um, it was an absolute drivel. Um, with regards to predictions and I apologise profusely for saying Graham Swan when he was neither a duck nor a footballer.
Back stronger this week, of course, and a um, little bit of extra business we just need to get through because busy week this week. And actually, once again, I know we said this last time, we're recording this quite early on in the week. Um, we're actually somewhere quite cool. We'll talk about this for like next week's podcast. But um, we, we've had to record this quite early this week. And there's a big week ahead. I just want to touch on a couple of things that are happening mm. right now as we record this. My national day, Pancake Day. Pancake Day, yeah, today. Congratulations. And uh, so far, it's so lovely to see so many people observing Pancake Day. For you. Yeah. And and like, how many, when you go back later, how many are you going to bang out? Five. Always five. five. Like, bang, bang, bang. Pancake, 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 pancake. Yeah. All right. What it did remind me, loads of people were tagging me in videos of where they went to Wimbledon and, and that and were shouting pancake. We've sort of moved on from that on the podcast. We have moved on only because it just I thought it was a bit it was a bit much. I mean, some people were going to some, some great lengths to, to shout pancake really yeah. loudly. It was affecting play. So if you are going to Wimbledon this year, um, perhaps don't do that because mm. uh, it was interfering. But happy Pancake Day to to you and your king, whoever um, whoever's celebrating it this Pancake Day. And then, of course, tomorrow, uh, sort of an imminent stress for me because I realised I've sorted nothing for it. And I just want to have a quick discussion with us now because it won't ruin any surprises because obviously this will come out a couple of days later. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared? Um, I'm as prepared as I can be. You know what I mean? Um, I've, I've done I've done all I can. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, I feel like I've prepared correctly. We'll see how it all pans out. Well, that's the thing. When this podcast goes out, there will obviously be a, ra- a reaction to anything that you have done if it is in the public domain. But what, what are your plans or are they private? Well, I'm actually doing a Paris Saint-Germain, a Real Sociedad in the st- studio at Stockley Park for, for, for TNT Sports. On Valentine's Day? On Valentine's Day. Do you have to negotiate this stuff or is this? It's one of those things. What can yeah. you do? Celebrate so it she, the, What's she doing then? On Mill the for one? Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Or do you bring her with you? Or? I'll do a nice lunch, maybe, before. Oh, you're having to do the lunch, are you? <laughs> it's, you know... I can tell it, I can tell, sorry, I just know because it's the day, but I'm sure this will all play out fine. Yeah, so this will be a complete... It'll all be fine, I'm sure, yeah. yeah good. Well, I'll let you know it goes Wednesday. Got a card? Uh, yeah, uh, no, actually, I'll do that. Too uh, late to moon pick? Uh, no, but I've got, I got, uh, got flowers and things. Yeah. Um, I've sorted nothing so far. Have you done nothing? So if we wrap up this podcast quick enough, I can look to... I need to just quickly touch on one thing as well before we get into the The uh, comments on Instagram that you're getting um, are phenomenal. And I just want to take this opportunity to thank all the listeners really for getting in touch um, and and, and just being all over Chris's Instagram with, you know, with, with, with what I would describe as, you know, what they're bigging you up or they're, they're giving you confidence, they're... They're giving you so much love. The idea of this was that if we got a few comments from people, because under pictures of me and my wife, everyone just writes, you're punching, you're punching, which I am, but a few comments to maybe just balance the books a little bit for when she sees but the picture. a few comments was like one but thing, but what we got... We're, we're was, over a thousand oh, now on one particular picture. I looked at one comment, I looked at how many comments like, you know, regularly you get, right? It's, it's not in the thousands, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's one's in the thousands. And um yeah, I mean, some of the things that uh, I've I've heard. I, I've got a couple of my favourites, if you don't mind. I took a few screenshots uh, of them. I thought you'd got Bex on the pod. It took me 10 minutes to realise it was Starkey. Uh, the drinking... <laughs> 
My life's fell apart trying to be like Chris. I was kidding myself, thinking I could be anything like the barbecue Lothario. <laughs> the barbecue Lothario. <laughs> Why is Brad Pitt in for Starkey this week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I thought I was straight until I watched this. The guy, that guy is fit. Yeah. It's a problem because I guess Valentine's Day would be a lovely time to express my love for my wife mm. by maybe putting up a nice picture yeah, saying please happy do Valentine's it. Day. Please do but it. But can you imagine what would happen if I do? It's not going to happen. Well, I think you should. How's your missus took it? I think okay. I think she's yeah. a bit sort of weirded out by it because she doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, she's just like... Well, I thought she might see your comments. Well, she's obviously seen the comments. Yeah, so she must think, what the hell is going on? I don't know if... Weirdly, though, I do wonder if it is, even though it's clear it's a joke, I wonder if it does at least... Put a question there. Just kind I of reckon it's lines. just an element of doubt. Like you know, I just think it puts you kind of at that level where you're a bit more mysterious. Yeah. Now. Well, I can't wait for you to put up a lovely picture of you and your wife. <laughs> wait, soon, I, I don't know if I can anymore. <laughs> I, really, I really hope we're all paying attention for when that one. Uh, all right. I, do you know what? I will. I will put one up. I, why don't I do it for Valentine's Day, right? Oh god. And obviously, you know, you'll hear this on Friday because we're recording slightly earlier. But yeah, if you if I do put a picture up, just just give me a bit of help, like yeah. <laughs> Because we're, it all comes from a good place, doesn't it? Like, we sort of know we're punching, but yeah, I think you know, I think everyone knows that. But it's just a, it's nice for our self esteem. Yeah, yeah, and just just reminder because actually I don't agree with that phrase punching. It's just nice that people try help. You know, if you do see that someone's punching, don't don't kind of hammer the issue. Go the other way with it. It's not always the stick up for the small guy or the tall guy. It's not always the <laughs> physical attribute. You know what I mean? It's like no, exactly. you know, we're good people. We. we <laughs> We do a great podcast, and that's clearly what keeps them with us. We're good people. That's and, and we're actually at the heart good people <laughs> as well. Um, question for you, Crouchy, yeah. from David. Um, on I saw this one on Twitter. I think he, I think he messaged on Twitter. Um, he has a, a TNT conspiracy. He just wants to find out uh, if this is true or it not. It hit me. Are they putting Peter Crouch closest to the camera on purpose? Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've raised this. Um, it, it's. I agree with with him. Who is that from? Uh, that's uh, David on Twitter. <clears throat> I think David's right. I, I mean, I've I've been next to like Zola, um, who's an incredibly small man, uh, and and like they put me kind of closer to the camera, so I look even bigger, and mm. he's further away and looks even smaller. And I'm like, what? Well, I've actually said I've raised it. I'm like, why can we? Why don't we swap? It's like, no, no. This is this is the angle. They're doing it on purpose. I think they're shit housing me. Yeah, I'm honest. It's TNT housing. Completely, completely TV housing me. Um, So yeah, there's a few, and obviously me and Joe Cole do a lot of games together. I'm permanently next to the camera, so I'm bigger. Yeah, Yeah. and he's not happy with it. I'm not happy with it. (laughs) We're forever getting like comments. I mean, we were called the Driscoll Brothers. You know, we've been. (laughs) Because we've got suits on, you know what I mean? It's like, we are the Driscoll brothers, you know? I think it's just like, why... The fact that you even challenge it and go, can we just go the other way around? Like, they, no. no. And no one's no one's going, oh no, there must be a reason for it. Uh, yeah, like, so I'm, I don't know what the... I, I haven't gone into depth of why not. Like, so next time I'm going to... I think I'm going to try and put my foot down. Mm. If you see me next time, I think you'll... I think I'll be further away from the camera if I've got any balls. If yeah. I haven't, I'll be exactly where you saw me last time. <laughs> I, think, I think this is great drama because we'll know that you've asked the question. It's just whether... Whether you... or not they care. And actually, here's the thing, right, Pete. What would happen is if you, if you play along with what they do, but 
as you go live, you and Joe Cole swap, swap over. What, what could they what do? What are they going to do? Well, that's a good point. That's it's like, not like they're going to go every time, like you have to tick a thing with Peter Crouch and put it on him because they'll look stupid. At the moment, they're trying to make you look stupid. Yeah, it's true, and, actually. And yeah. Like obscenely giant, like. Yeah, it's it's stupid, isn't it? I had, I had one the other day, someone had superimposed me out of the TV. <laughs> so, like, it was on their TV and they're like, and they put my head above it. Mm. It, it worked well, but it's not the kind of thing I need on a Saturday morning. No, no. Okay. Well,. Look, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that and keep see, an eye see on what it. happens. Yeah, I'll let you know next game I'm on. And just touching on last weekend, obviously, we we kind of, we almost wrote Arsenal off a little bit last week. Um, I, I, I still think City and, and Liverpool are ahead of Arsenal, but emphatic victory at West Ham, 6-0. You were very against the idea of Arsenal winning the title. I'm very against Friday. it. Well, I you just, I just don't think they will. And like, you know, what does my opinion matter? I've got no points this week. Well, unless but, they unless they listen to the podcast and have responded with six 0 That's true. Do you know what I mean? Maybe you've spurred them on to that. Mm. Maybe kick up the Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, listen. You know, I think they. I think they're a very good side. I just don't. I don't see them in the same bracket personally as Liverpool or Man City, and I still, I still stick by that. Um, what do you make of the blue card situation? I don't really understand it. Do you know what? I've not engaged in this discussion in the sense that I heard I heard some people talking about it, didn't fully understand exactly what the blue card is for other than they're comparing it to sin bin kind of thing. Mm. And then I just thought, surely that's not happening and, and left it alone. Is, is there any actual substance in this? Um, well, apparently there is, yeah. Um, I, if it sounds like one of your ideas. You know, when you, you come up with these things and you yeah. go, like, I think we should do this <laughs> and we all laugh. It genuinely feels like that. Like, so what like, would it be? Like so, the blue card basically is like a sin bin for like ten minutes. So if you do, if you give the referee dissent, or you uh, do one of those kind of cynical fouls where they're breaking, mm. and you pull someone back, that's a yellow. What's a yellow then? Uh, exactly. So there's you know a yellow for for tackles and things like that. But like that kind of it's almost like a shit housery card, a bluey, <sighs> <laughs> a bluey. <laughs> What are you getting a bluey? It's giving for? him a bluey. <laughs> what? What? What for? I don't, know, I don't understand why this is a thing. Have a ten-minute bluey. I think there's something to be said that you do less yellow cards and make yellow cards a sim bin. I think that would be an no, interesting. I just, I just idea. think I just think there's more. There's going to be more stoppages, isn't there? Now, like if that's the case, and there's all this inter interpretation of like that's a that's a sim bin. Um. I just think, do you worry everyone's pissing around with this game yeah, too much? exactly what From I From cameras to technology to blueies, you know, what, before you know it, then what, 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 it's another card, what, you get an extra player? Like, like yeah, it's just, it's actually it's just, quite a simple game. It's really simple and it's being complicated and it doesn't have to be this complicated. Let's play it out then. If you were given a blue, a bluey when you were playing, maybe <laughs> it's called a bluey. No, <laughs> no, no but let, let me, let's just play it out. So if you were given a bluey, yeah, right, you've put your elbow in something like that. So it wasn't done on purpose, but they've gone. Actually, I don't even know if that would be blue card worthy. Why, if it was the yellow. wrong, if it was the wrong decision, and I had to spend ten minutes off the pitch. Okay, over celebrating. I imagine that's the kind of thing that potentially be could be but then is a blue card would it would that be worse than a yellow card i mean surely blue well, it feels be a, like it is because if you're yellow you're carded 10 men for actually, 10 minutes there's actually no there's actually no 
problem with getting a yellow card as long as you don't get another one, really, is there? So that's what I mean. So I've not read into this, but does it mean then the blue card was between a yellow and a red well, it's card? Almost, it was definitely worse because you, you know, if you get two blueies as well, you get a red. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. Absolutely ridiculous. All anyway. right, this weekend's football. All right, let's back stronger, all right, on this one. Yes. Also, it's made it tighter because you know what? That's only three points with me ahead of you at the moment. But it's only one. It's only one game, and I'm back. It's one right result, level. isn't it? One right result, and I think I can get it here. Where are we starting? Well, the next part of the podcast is supported by Paddy Power, and it's their big weekend fixture, um, and this is Manchester City versus Chelsea. So four all like last time uh, is two hundred to one. So a tenner will get you two thousand and ten back. Massive. I mean that is that's ludicrous, isn't it? Two hundred to one. Well, it's four. After last time, so you having it? But yeah, because I think in a weird kind of way, I do think there'll be goals. You expect goals in this game. Yeah, well, both teams to score is eight to eleven. Tenner gets you seventeen pounds twenty-seven. Yeah, I think that's expect. Look, the one that's, that that's. That's saying it's going to happen. Yeah, the one that stands out here for me, uh, an unlikely nil-nil draw. Mm. No goals in this game. 14 to 1. £10 gets you £150 back. To me, that suggests that that's just not a... Uh, well, no, it's not. Uh, you'd expect situation. there's so much firepower in these two teams. I think, obviously, Chelsea got a, a late victory at Palace during the week. Monday night, um, City as well. They looked like uh, they're back into gear. Kevin De Bruyne are back. Um it was definitely goals in it, but I can't see any anything past City winning this. I've gone, I've gone City win. What have you? Do you want me to give uh, my score yeah, first? Uh, I was really impressed by Chelsea getting that back in the week. There's a lot of heat around them at the moment. Um, I'm going to go City three, Chelsea one. I, that's my exact score. You've gone for like, exactly I, well, that's what I, that's what I did, but I feel like I can't go for that now. Oh, do you want City's one just to see what he's done? Right, boys, uh, football predictions. Wow, what a bad week it was last week. Uh, got some stick on socials for Sheffield United. Um, so apologies for the Sheffield United fans. And um, we didn't do great, did we, lads? So we need to pick up this week. So my predictions for this week are as follows. Okay, and, and here they are. City Chelsea, right? City are on the rampage. They're uh, they're chasing. They they're chasing the pack. They're on the towels and uh, they're performing well. So scoring Chelsea. Oh, what's going on there? I'm not sure. Still, still a few hurdles to uh, to jump there. So I'm going to go for a City two nil win. So Manchester City two, Chelsea nil. Okay, so we're all going for City wins. You can stick with three one. I've stuck. I've gone. I've moved it to three nil. Three nil. Okay, fine, fine. Um, so yeah, not the most competitive games between us all, but hoping for the right result. As you say, three points could uh, be a game changer in our league. Right. The odds are correct at the time of recording. Please gamble responsibly. Um, on to Newcastle v Bournemouth. Newcastle had a difficult start right to the season. Um, load of injuries to key key players. Um, does feel like they're they're playing a lot better now. Watching them the other night, uh, Bruno Guimaraes on fire. They love him there, don't they? Well, I, I, he is a great player, isn't he? Like, he's kind of... 
I don't know. It's like it, it, it's, it's, it feels perfect for Newcastle. They've yeah. like kind of really taken to him. Did you see his celebration house. thing? I saw the interview afterwards, and he was he was saying that he because he stood up just in front of the crowd, but didn't quite go in. Mm. Sort of just really edging it. And he's gone to he's gone in front, and then I think in his head he's gone. I can't have another yellow. Yeah, he's, had he's a on few. nine yellows. Yeah, he's been on a tightrope for a while. Isn't he? Yeah. But great guy, very funny. Mm. And then the crowd seemed to love him, which makes sense. Great um, finish as well. So what are we what are you what what are you thinking here? I'm I'm thinking Newcastle win. Uh yeah. I've gone for the same. What are you going for? Because uh, Newcastle still have got Nick Pope. Uh Isaac's out, but Gordon may be back. He is I think he's been their best player this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, home game as well for Newcastle. I'm going Newcastle 2, Bournemouth 1. No, I've got, I don't think Bournemouth score. I think Newcastle win 2-0. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. Should we see what Sidwell's saying? Yeah. <laughs> In his croaky voice. Okay, next one. New- By the way, the voice is fine now, have you noticed? Well, it seems like he's really perked up, just loves getting his results in. He's forgotten that he's meant to be ill. Newcastle beat Bournemouth, Newcastle. By the way, do you remember in that first voice note, I'll start again in a second, there was so much coughing. Yeah. And like, oh, my throat really hurts. <laughs> He's blagging it. Not once. Okay, next one. Newcastle beat Bournemouth, Newcastle. Course, scoring at will. Plenty of goals. What was it? 3-2 last week. 4-4 uh, the week before against uh, Luton. So they're at home uh, against Bournemouth. Who, uh, struggling a little bit, but I still see Newcastle winning this. I'm going to go for a rampant 3-1 win against Bournemouth. So Newcastle 3, Bournemouth 1. 3-1, OK. Three different scores, but ultimately Good. Newcastle predictions for four of them. So... Judging by last weekend's performances, could be uh, good news for Bournemouth fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me see, you know, just touching on what Sid was saying about Sheffield United there. You know, he said uh, it, there was a quote, yeah. and it was it was on YouTube. It had the quotes underneath his, his face. Yeah. As if Sheffield United score, I'm fucked, was the quote. And I, I saw that posted all over social media. So I saw uh, it was by brilliant. a lot of Sheffield United fans. I do worry about that with the fact this podcast is on YouTube and obviously with the captions, our quotes can live and haunt us for life mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, well, it's the perils, isn't it? <laughs> it's the perils. We're flying into Nottingham Forest, West Ham. Um, I don't know about Forest. It's a difficult one with Forest. They... I thought they played well the other day. Yeah. They were a bit unlucky. They've had a kind of bizarre amount of draws of late as well. Um, it's, a, it's a tricky one. I find that... Well, look, West Ham, let's start with them. I mean, that was that was a, a huge thumping they got from Arsenal. Yeah. What do you make of that? West Ham. Um, they gave up. And that was that was quite sad to say. I watched the game and it was... They, they, they just, they just stopped, stopped playing. You know, and that was... I think the reason why a lot of the West Ham fans left, I mean, by the end it was there was hardly anyone there. Um, but yeah, Arsenal just didn't let them play, uh, kind of suffocated them. But then I thought I thought West Ham like just went through the motions by the end. And yeah. that, was, that was quite sad to see. Yeah, no Antonio for this match as well. He's still injured. Um, so I don't know. Like ordinarily, I'd be tempted to to back West Ham heavily despite being away but with this I just feel a lot more reserved how do you come back after a, a 6-0 oh, I've had it thumping before. like that like does it does it spur you on or does it kind of yeah, does it make it very hard to 
recover. No, I think it's the fit the feeling you have after that after that lo- a loss like that. Like in training, like it's a horrible place to be. You just never want that feeling again. So I do think you do come. You do are. You're not gonna put yourself in that kind of position again. I'd like to think so, but I still think there. You know, they're, 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 they'll be suffering with a bit of lack of confidence. Um, and and Forrest, I think at the moment, like uh, Morgan Gibbs White. I've I've been saying talking about him for, for years. Even when he was at Wolves as a youngster, I remember playing against him pre-season. I thought he's gonna be a player him. And then obviously spent a lot of money on him, but I think really now he's like kind of, I think he's he's the main man there now. Like the fans love him. Done a little bit of skill the other day where the fans were off the feet. He's got he's got a lot of ability, um, and I just think Forrest will be too strong for for West Ham. Who've who've got a few injuries um, and got thumped last time out. So Forrest at home, I think they nick it one nil. Do you? Mm. Okay. Well, look, I'm not far off. I've gone for a one all draw, which is going to be a horrible watch for me. Assuming one team goes ahead, mm. you know, and then hoping that the whole thing sort of closes up. But yeah, I sort of agree with you. I don't see a lot of goals. Um, so watch this be 5-4 West Ham. <laughs> well, after last, after last week's... <laughs> we, this is the thing. We don't feel dissimilar to West Ham in that. Which, yeah, we, you know, it's we, on our we, mind. We and need to bounce back. We do. We, 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 we feel very similar to the 6-0 thumping. The fact that we got no points between us was it's an absolute embarrassing. embarrassment. It is embarrassing. Certainly a disgrace. All right. Well, you know, good luck to everyone. Uh, Make sure you. Oh, Sidwell. We need Sid's um, Sid's predictions as well. Do you want to hear his? Yes, please. Here it comes. Right. Forest versus West Ham. Uh, Wow. West Ham. Now sounds completely fine. He's forgot. He's ill. See that one coming. Six nil against Arsenal. Uh, What was it? Three nil the week before against Manchester United. So they're having a tough time at the minute, the Amers. But. there's got to be a reaction. There has to be a reaction from David Moyes' team. So there are away at Forest, uh, who are again hit and miss. You never know what you're going to get from Forest. I do see Forest scoring, but I can see West Ham winning this one. So I'm going to go Forest one, West Ham two. So two one away win for the mighty Hammers. Great news because it guarantees a point. points. Yeah. So uh, where we are at the moment in our lives, where there we've had three different results. One of us has to get yeah. it correct. Home away and draw. Yeah, all right. Well, that's, I think it's good for the, for actually the the state of the podcast. In all honesty, yeah, yeah credibility exactly returns. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, but let us know your thoughts. Obviously, we'll get the scores up on social for this weekend so that you can follow along. And what I love getting the messages from people that sort of uh, kind of buy into our predictions and, and seeing how mm. they play out. There's a big forfeit at the end of this, which we, we haven't decided on. So I saw a, a great video of someone out in um, in their wife's wedding dress. I uh, saw that. It was I at the golf. what he was doing. Oh, that was it. He was playing It was golf. at the golf. And uh, oh, I actually think it's a really... Because when I saw this, I actually said to Ab, um, have you still got your wedding dress? <laughs> she said, yeah. So what I don't know if do I'd get that? in it. What, but what, what, what does she do with that? Just kind of... She's in the loft. In a box. A bit like how you keep football kits, I guess. Yeah, That's I suppose, you different. know, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but she'd be willing to let you wear it. Well, I, I, I didn't get that far. She just, I asked her where it was and then she said up upstairs and I just, I didn't elaborate on the fact that I could be in it. <laughs> okay, <well, laughs> amazing. I'd love to hear these discussions. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, that fella, that fella, fair play to him. He, he was carrying a beer when he walking around the golf in his, in his missus' wedding dress. Amazing. 
All right, then, let's get into a few messages, shall we? Uh, when I was 16, this is from Mitch and Essex. Uh, when I was 16, I got suspended from school from nicking a football from the PE cupboard to play football on the field while my maths class was going on, which personally I thought was very harsh. Um, but me and the PE teacher hate each other and he was always out to get me. So on the day of my suspension, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to the Arsenal training ground to wait for autographs. At the time, Stuart Taylor was playing for Arsenal. I'm from Essex and I knew he was a Romford boy. After having a day of meeting my heroes, including Burkamp, Vieira and Adams, Stuart Taylor was the last out. As he leaves the training ground, he stops, rolls down his window, signs the shirt I've been collecting the autographs on. I said to him, mate, I live in Romford, fancy giving me a lift home. To my surprise and excitement, he said, of course, jump in. Here's me, 16-year-old kid suspended from school being taken home by a professional footballer. I couldn't believe it. We were just chatting about Arsenal the whole way home in his BMW X5. We were approaching Essex and I thought I'd try my luck. I said, do you mind dropping me off outside my school? He said, sure, no problem. So as I get out his car outside, my, outside the school, my PE teacher is standing outside. I'm rubbing my hands. What a moment. I get out of the car and thank Stuart and say to my PE teacher that I'm stepping out a Premier League, as I'm stepping out of a Premier League footballer's BMW X5, smiling, said, yes, this is Stuart Taylor. Yes, I've had a wonderful day. Please continue to suspend me. <laughs> Brilliant day and moment. And I wanted to take this opportunity to thank Stuart um, and would love a re reunion at Crouchfest uh, to say this in person. Please make it happen. That's an amazing story, isn't it? Unreal. The idea that you're happy to take the suspension as well just because of the amazing day that you've had. I remember uh, Les Ferdinand used to give us lifts from... In his helicopter? Uh, no, from in his Ferrari. Yeah, Ferrari. Silver Ferrari. Yeah, from when we were in the youth team at Tottenham. So you get to Chigwell was a mission. Mm -hmm. And he used to he used to give a few... And some of the lads who lived like West London way, where he lived, he would give them a lift all the way home. Well, keep stories coming in. Any interactions with footballers, any uh, funny times that you've had with them that you'd like to share on the podcast, put them in an email, peter.crouch at acast.com. Should we do this one? Go for grass. <laughs> yeah. All right, last one, right. Last football shirts here. This is actually a cricket shirt that's been sent in. Big fans of the pods like to see Chelsea's greatest ever number nine sign a permanent deal. Uh, obviously ill at the moment. Uh, was listening to the fixtures episode. Had to email him when it mentioned the holding uh, a wood picture. Uh, although not football, the best I've seen live has to be South Africa and West Indies were playing cricket. And the West Indies wicketkeeper, Dinesh Ramdin, uh, was into bat. The cameras captured him side by side by the South African wicketkeeper, Quentin de Kock. Leaving an unfortunate action displayed across the back of their shirts, I've tried to attach the picture, but I'm a bit of a technology car, so apologies it doesn't come through. Hope your festive period is full of massive puddings. Um, you'll be a chum for wondering in 2024. That's from Grant. So you've got de Kock and rammed in. Yeah, yeah, right next what, to I see what they're doing. It's a holding, holding wood. Situation. situation and it is it is funny when you get two players names that work together mm. happens occasionally with Arsenal when they're playing on TV with the just little letters and then uh, uh, so sometimes mm. words can happen there as well certainly can yeah. um, keep your eyes peeled keep your eyes peeled and again it's just another example because that cameraman knows what he's doing there it's TV housery like we were discussing earlier with you <sighs> I think you know if he's away doing test cricket for as long as he is, you know, he's got to entertain himself. You know, sometimes not always great games, are they? Mm. And he's just picked up on that and he's zoomed right in on it. 
But uh, let us know anything you see. Uh, get us on the socials. It's loads of funny stuff that we're getting sent through on socials at the moment. So if you're not following us yet, get us uh, get us on all the channels there. And obviously, if you're just listening to this, make sure you check out the YouTube as well. I'm baffled how many people now watch this podcast. Mm. Uh, we get so many screen grabs from people who are watching this. A lot of stuff it's, going on, yeah. And thanks for all the times messages. have changed, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly have. I don't know how any of it works. I don't even know how this goes out, but thankfully these these lot do. Yeah, um, yeah all right. Great podcast. Um, and thanks for all your messages about the, the Kaiser one last week. Yeah, the Kaiser was great. Um, so next Wednesday's podcast, you should be very, very excited. Yeah, it's exciting again. Because you might notice, if you are watching this, that we are somewhere a little bit different. Um, we, we can't say who it's with yet. I'm sure some people might be able to guess or find some sort of clue around here mm. you know there's some right nerds that watch this that seem to be able to figure everything out um does involve you and your driving it does which is just a gr good enough tease i think it certainly is right stay tuned for that one <laughs> chumwamba Right, we've had a massive push on subscribers this year we're up to over a hundred thousand but we want to we want more, and that's down to you. So if you haven't hit subscribe yet, but you still like this podcast, hit now, otherwise you're a call. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.